0: You are now tuned in to Illumination Nation, where imaginations come to wander. Here, we live in the what-if, with open hearts and open minds. Open hearts, open minds. Hello, Illuminators, and welcome back to Illumination Nation. Here, we live in the what-if, with open hearts and open minds. Open hearts, open minds. Thanks so much again for tuning in, and thank you all for bearing with me. I know I've been posting kind of sporadically. I don't really have a schedule or anything like that, and I've been super busy these past few weekends traveling, and I just graduated from college with my bachelor's last weekend, so shout out to me and my HBCU, Norfolk State University, and let's jump right into today's topic. I've been keeping up with the news. I do still watch that and pick out what little bit of truth I can. And I've been really following the stories of the three states that have just passed the new abortion ban bills. And it's saying basically after, I know in Georgia specifically, after six weeks, you cannot have an abortion. And these thoughts just started, it, it started to trigger me. I started to have a train of thought that I had previously, and it all just started swarming back to the forefront of my mind, and I wanted to discuss it all with you today. So what if the U.S. currency, I'll start with the question, what if the U.S. currency is backed by the actual citizens of the United States of America? We'll start there pose that question. Does anyone really know what backs the U.S. dollar? I've asked this question to some really smart people, but one thing I haven't gotten is a consistent answer across the board. I've gotten oil. I've gotten gold. I've gotten tons of different answers, but the one that makes sense to me the most is the rabbit hole I fell down, which was the U.S. dollar And the U.S. currency is backed by the actual flesh and blood of the citizens of the United States of America. This is where I'm going with this. I am not sure if you all have seen the YouTube videos about the social security number and how you can access your account with the Federal Reserve Bank based on the social security number, which actually has the exact same amount of numbers as your typical checking account number. Your checking the number that's attached to your checking's account. So I had done this possibly a year and a half, 2 years ago, I was on YouTube getting into these videos and I tested the theory myself and was able to actually get to the point where I was taking money, withdrawing money from that account. It took two weeks for them to realize that I was not authorized to remove money from the account. My name is on the account. I am the account holder, but I am not authorized to remove funding from the account. And at that time, about two years ago, I had two different accounts that I was able to locate, both with over. I want to say it was over a million definitely in both accounts. One had up to 4 million and another one was close to the upper teens. So that right there in itself was, it raised a couple questions. And if you are able to access the website, I'm going to try to go through this process again and record it for you all so you can see it on the YouTube channel and be able to try this process yourself. But I was able to get into the, and it was a .gov website, and they trade these social security numbers. You see the active tradings happening. I don't know who's trading them. I'm not able to access. There's lots of coding, lots of numbers, no names, of course. But you see the trades going on daily, and you see they are trading these social security numbers in these accounts. So who are they and who are making these trades, and why do we all have accounts a Federal Reserve Bank that is owned by our United States government that we cannot access. It's not like they're using this money to provide us with social security accounts for the future citizens of America who won't be able to access that because this country is in so much debt and we are the ones that are actually paying for it. Where is this money coming from? Who is able to access it? Why aren't we able to access it? And what is the point of these accounts? How are they being traded if these accounts are actual people? So what if we are getting these abortion bans because we aren't producing enough children? I am a millennial. I am not in a space right now where I can afford to have a child without putting myself in even more of a a burden of debt based on student loan debt, um, credit debt, things like that, and even just trying to move forward and buy a house or go to grad school, things like that cost money. I'm not in a space where I am able to produce any offspring, and I'm not young. I'm 28, just turned 28 this year. Well, that's technically not young to me as far as childbearing goes because after 35, it's considered a geriatric pregnancy. So if you look at the time and space that a lot of us millennials are in, For those of us who don't have children, and they're saying we're not producing enough American babies, this is why we're already in debt, in too much debt that we aren't able to have children and have families and produce more U.S. citizens, quote-unquote. So now that they're having these abortion bans, they are forcing us to produce more children. And why? Are they produced? Why do we have to have these babies? Why are babies so special? Why are American babies so important? Well, here's the thing with you being born in America. When you are born in a hospital in America and you receive your social security number, that is when the United States government is issuing a bank account in your name. You are born as a warden of the United States of America. I know this for facts because a friend of mine was going through a custody situation. And when she started going through this custody battle, the first thing her lawyer told her to do was go down to a courthouse and file for custody of her child. You would think as a mother, you would have custody of your child. But if no one ever goes down to a courthouse before that social security number is issued, the United States government is not doing anything wrong by opening up a Federal Reserve Bank account in this baby's name. So in our minds, they are issuing us an identification number. But what the United States government is actually doing is issuing your first checkings account that is going to be have money deposited into it. And based on, I'm not sure what the factors are, they are going to trade, add money, take money. I don't know what places the value on one person or another. Maybe they are taking a look at our doctor's records, genetics. I'm not sure. Criminal records, things like that, determine your value or your worth when it comes to how much is in your Federal Reserve trade account. But that's where it all starts. When you are born as a baby in the United States of America and you first become a citizen here, you are a warden of the United States of America, which is why the accounts are in our names, but we are not authorized users on the accounts because who's going to make a baby an authorized user on a Federal Reserve Bank account, which is why we can't access it. Our, Whoever the guardian or the person who opened the account at that time, that person is who is authorized to access and use funds and trade that account. So that goes back to, again, being born in America, you're a baby, your parents do not have guardianship over you until someone physically goes down to a courthouse and says, I would like to file for custody of my child. This is my child. So I haven't met anyone yet who has not been issued a social security number. If you've been born in the United States, I haven't actually tested the theory of having a home birth, going down to the courthouse, filing for custody and seeing if a social security number is still issued. But if I ever get pregnant, I'm definitely going to go that route and possibly keep my child a secret for as long as I can from the government just to see how that works out. And I'm pretty sure they're going to try to throw me in jail because you can't have a baby in secret in America. And this is exactly why they are missing out on the currency that your child is. So think about that when you are delivering your children or you know someone who's pregnant, someone who's having a baby, ask questions when they are issuing that paperwork and they are giving your child a social security number and you know try to hold off on that process as long as you can until you're able to actually go file for custody of your child so that is what I wanted to discuss with you all is the U.S. currency why they're forcing women in America now to have babies and where this is all going so my theory is that the U.S. dollar and the U.S. currency is backed by the U.S. citizens because at some point I honestly feel like the British crown is going to come back and they are going to want to reclaim what was once theirs, us. Before we took our independence from Britain, we belonged to them. We were one of their territories. And I've read a lot of theories. I've done some research. And even down to Meghan Markle being a part of the plan. When Princess Diana was killed off, a lot of the relationship between Britain and the citizens of America. We were obsessed with royalty. We were obsessed with Diana. We were obsessed with the crown. I personally was too young to even remember that entire era. But if you look back at the impact of princess Diana and how much of a liaison she was between the American people and the crown, her death was almost like a, A severing of that relationship between the American people and the crown. So now they bring in Meghan Markle, biracial American, typical American, divorcee actress, and they are trying to rebridge those ties with the new generation of Americans. And so far with a lot of the people that I've talked to it's been working. They love Meghan Markle. They love Prince Harry. They love um, the fact that she is a black woman and she is now a part of the royal family. So that on their part was a very, very smart move, very strategic. And if you are playing chess and you are watching the moves that your opponent is making, then you would see that that was a very, very strategic and very smart move. So. That in itself is putting its eye, putting our eyes as American citizens back onto the British royal crown. And eventually, moving forward, there's going to be something that's going to happen that is going to unify the the crown and the United States citizens, US citizens, or we're going to need them to bail us out of something. I, It's not like that's unfathomable with our current political climate and our current US leadership, we are on a decline. Pax Americana, which is the era we were currently in where all other countries were looking to America to be the great defenders. We are the great protectors. We are slowly fading out of that era. And that is going to be, we're going to see the decline of America starting to happen. And as that decline comes there's going to be the fall of the american people right now we are we're gifted we're praised we are um we aren't humble people at all we aren't a humble culture we aren't a humble society we are very very <sighs> we're very flamboyant with all of the blessings that we've received being American people, the safety, the protection. And we've been fortunate enough not to have to go through a lot of things that other people and other citizens in other countries have gone through yet. We've been fortunate thus far. But what is happening is we are in the shift where the U.S. currency being backed by the citizens of the U.S. is going to fall on us. The U.S. was built on slavery, and it's going to fall on slavery as well. Martial law is coming. It is not a surprise with the laws being changed to protect blue lives, which is not a thing. Blue lives was created to separate a group of people, give them... A mind state where they feel that they are above the rest of the United States citizens, regardless of their race, color, ethnicity, they are now considered a blue life. They wear a uniform that separates them from the rest of us. Those are going to be the people who, much like the Nazis, are going to be the ones to subject us to martial law. They're going to take their jobs and their blue lives title very seriously, you are going to see a lot of people being pushed into corners, people being locked into homes. I do not trust these smart home systems because at some point those systems are going to be used against you. All of those cameras you all are installing in your homes, those camera doorbells you're using... All of these smart homes you're creating are going to be the smart cells that you are going to be locked into. I do not think that Jordan Pill was being, I feel he was being very strategic with the get out in the US. He's really forewarning us of what being tethered to this land is going to. The repercussions that's going to come along with us being so tied to being Americans and us being tethered to this land, it's going to come with a cost and it's going to come with the consequence. And that consequence is us being sold back into indentured servanism or back into slavery. We have become a very materialistic people here in America and we care a lot about money and material things. They made us that way. We were trained to be this way. That's why things are way more expensive here than they are overseas. They wanted our dollar to mean more. They wanted us to have more expensive things because that money means more to us as Americans. So when it's time for them to dangle those accounts in our name and say, hey, don't you want access to this $4.5 million in your account all you have to do is sign this contract and work for us and we'll be able you'll be able to access that money. But just remember that nothing comes without a cost, including the quote unquote freedom that we as Americans have. At some point there is going to come a time, there is going to be a day the reckoning for Americans is coming. And I know I'm still here in America, sitting in my living room in suburban Virginia, making this video, recording this podcast. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what is my plan? What am I going to do at some point when these things start to happen? How am I going to get out? And a lot of people aren't even aware of the things that are all of the little pieces that are slowly falling into place the abortion bans, increasing the amount of American babies being born, the amount of American citizens being brought into this country, building walls around America. Those walls are not to keep people out. I repeat, the walls are not to keep people out. Those walls are being built to keep us in. As soon as the reckoning comes, what is the first thing we're going to try to do, get the fuck out. They're building those walls because that they're building a prison around the United States of America. Remember that I told you this here, Illuminators on Illumination Nation. Those walls are not to keep people out. What's happening is we are really building our own prison. We I know some people who can't get passports, won't ever have access to a passport due to criminal records, so they automatically have already become prisoners of the United States of America. I know some people who in their minds are prisoners of the United States of America because of American propaganda that's been told to them that there is no greater country in the world other than America. So they don't even want to leave the 50 states that they call quote-unquote home not realizing this was never our home to begin with some of us were never supposed to even be here we were brought we were brought here and i really feel like america was a science experiment it was a centuries and centuries and ages and ages worth of scientific experimentation on the people that were brought here people from all over the people who were already here A lot of that, if you take a look at the history of America, it it doesn't seem off or far-fetched that we are in the middle of some sort of mental training to become the perfect slaves, people who will do anything for money. We see it every day with people who hate their jobs, hate their bosses, but for some reason, they are tethered. To the job. They aren't tethered to the job. They're tethered to the money and the benefits and the safety that comes along with having that job. And that is a lot of what's going on with Americans, period. We are tethered to this land. We are tethered to the safety. We are tethered to the false ideals of protection that we get from our government. So now that I've posed all of these theories, I want to know what you all think. Elaborate, please, on the theories, some of the things that you've seen, some of the things that you've heard. I really want to discuss this topic more. I really want to discuss this topic further in the comments. It's really a very very eye-opening discussion when you take a look at it from this point of view versus it just being America the great and this is the greatest nation in the world. Is it really? Is it really? That is the question. What is American patriotism right now? We don't even know anymore. Who's considered American? We don't even know anymore. This is what you call the decline of America. We are witnessing it, we are a part of it, we are actually living it. The question is how are we going to stop it? How are we going to protect ourselves? Who's going to be the savior of the American people, really? It's a question that needs to be posed. And it may be me. It may be you. It could be someone out there who comes across this podcast or across this YouTube video and prays for me making it. It needed to be said. Someone needs to hear this. I don't know who it is, but someone needs to hear this. And just pass the information on. That's all I ask. Tap a friend, tell them to watch or listen to the the podcast just for the notion of education and opening up the mind to not look at America as a place of protection, but remember that the only people, the only person that can protect America are the people of America. And they've made it seem as if we aren't supposed to. It isn't our job as the people, that's the military, that's the police, that's the blue lives and the people in the uniforms job, but it's not. It's not the job of blue lives to protect the American people, it's the job of the people to come together and protect America. So with that said, I'm not going to tell anyone to go out and start to you know, raise arms and get your militias ready, you know, but think about that, guys. When the day comes and the reckoning for Americans is upon us, what's your plan? What are you going to do? What if? Thanks again so much for tuning in Illuminators. That will conclude today's episode of Illumination Nation. Thanks again for tuning in and go out and just think about that really. I'm I'm still I'm still stuck in the train of thought here but I'm going to end the episode so I don't carry on too long. I I can definitely have the tendency to ramble. So again, tap a friend, think about it, talk about it, have these discussions. They are very important and very necessary. Peace out.